Hello and welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster, and thanks for tuning in, downloading, all that all that stuff, however you're listening. Thanks for being here. I am in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Just wrapped up a great weekend at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club. If you guys have never been or aren't familiar, you should check it out, especially if you're in the area. Um, Grand Rapids is, uh, is a fun, fun town, man. I like it. Good club. Uh, I was opening for Lori Kilmartin, which, if you don't know is one of the best people ever. So you should definitely check out her comedy. Any comedy fan should definitely go check her out. She's got a couple albums out. Conan. She's got her own podcast too, a Jackie Cation called the Jackie and Lori show. That's also pretty good. I've checked that out. Very funny. Uh, both of them are great. And, uh, having spent the weekend working with Lori, uh, I'm a huge fan now, you know, I I didn't really know her before. I I wasn't too familiar with her stand up either, but she's legit so funny guys so if you're a comedy fan definitely go check out her stuff what a weekend we had though it was uh it was intense we had you know for you know this is the thing about especially the week between christmas and new year's eve you know we're all in this weird like limbo purgatory situation where it's like you know are we alive is it friday or saturday i can't remember because i'm full of cheese and alcohol you know it's you it's like, it's just, it's just a weird week. I just, I don't like it. I don't, I'm so glad I had shows to fill that gap of time because just sitting at home, you just, I, I'm so tired of it. I'm ready to get back to normal. The holidays really threw me off this year. I don't, ugh. so I think maybe I'm just noticing it more this year. I don't know if it's any more than usual, but everybody was acting weird this weekend as far as crowds go you know we had a bunch of goofs in the crowd and i don't know if it's just maybe it's the venue because it's inside this it's called the bob which stands for big old building and each floor is a different like bar or thing right so the top floor is this nightclub that goes all night and it's very loud and obnoxious and but those are the type of people that come to the bob right kind of like they're going out you know, and so I think some of them maybe go to the show before and then go to the other after. You know what I mean? It's like all you can do everything in one place. So I think you might get maybe people are just drinking more. I, that that could be it too. But man, we had some weird. Like, I haven't had this many people thrown out in quite a long time. Maybe this might be the most actually, where it's like someone was kicked out almost every show. Thursday night was oddly the best show, and that's not always the case. You know, usually Thursday is like it's an off night, but it was packed. It was packed, and it was the day after Christmas. Maybe people were still feeling, uh, you know, uh, feeling uh, whatever happiness from the holiday they have left, and uh, they came out to have a good time, and uh, it was awesome. I was like, man, if the whole week's like this, we're going to kill it. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be great. And then, um, and then of course... You know, the next night wasn't as hot, you know, uh, and that's that's the other thing. I was like, man, because when you're doing five shows in a weekend, you got five chances to, to kill it, you know, to do good. And when you and you there's usually one bad one or one weak one, you know, not necessarily absolutely awful. But, you know, there's usually one where I'm like, I did. That's my least favorite one of the week. But oddly enough, probably my favorite show of the week was Thursday night, which is weird because uh it's the first night of the week. It's an off night and it's just not normal. There's an open mic before, like there's the open mic there. They do the first few comedians after the MC are open micers. They each do three minutes. And, um, 
you know, so that also changes the flow of the show and the vibe of the room, you know, because and they all did pretty good. So that was helpful, too. You know, it's you don't have like really god awful sets. You know, that's good. Yeah. So Thursday night was a blast. And Friday night was just a shit show, man. I've never seen so many people kicked out of a show. We had people getting kicked out up until the end. You know what I mean? Like the toward the end of the show, there's like 10 minutes left. And someone got kicked out. I'm like, you couldn't make it 10 more minutes without just shutting your mouth, you know? And it's just drunk people being dipshits. Like, they're just yelling. And there's a difference between, like, people who heckle sometimes think they're helping the show or that's their excuse. I was just helping out, you know? It was funny. And you got to, like, understand it was only funny because the comedian handled it correctly. You know what I mean? That was their. It's not their job to deal with you, but if a situation comes up we got to deal with it and it's got to be funny so it's on us to make it funny you're not making it funny at all you're ruining everyone's night even the people around you nobody wants to hear that shit but people just don't get that sometimes and man i had a table my whole set i was like doing 20 25 minutes and there was a table my whole set just kind of after everything they would say something like you know they would just they would it would be like one word, but not necessarily mean or angry. Like it was just more like, just shut the fuck up. You're just talking way too much. You know what I mean? And uh, this was the late show. So it was like kind of a smaller audience, at least smaller than their first show Friday. And they wouldn't shut up my whole set. So, you know, I only had 20, 25 minutes. So I dealt with it and I got through it. It was fine. It was all right. And, you know, I think once or twice too, they have like bouncers in the room uh, and they once or twice they had to be asked to shut up, which isn't good. If you, I mean, you know, if you're an adult and you have to be asked more than once, or just to be told like, "Hey, you're being obnoxious," more than once, like, what the fuck? I mean, I've been, I've been hammered, guys. I've been absolutely hammered. And if I, and I know in my worst state of mind, still, if someone came up to me and said, "Hey, you're being really annoying," and all these other people agree with me. So just please be quiet. That's all you have to that's all you have to say and I shut up. I'll probably shut up for a week just because I'd be so embarrassed at, you know, the fact that I can't handle myself under the influence of alcohol, you know, but some people take that as a threat for some reason and they lose their shit. They're like, "No, I'm going to talk more and I'm going to be a dick the whole show," you know? So they keep yelling out shit. Whatever. Uh, I get off stage, I get through it and uh it went fine but it wasn't ideal you know what i mean like it wasn't the best set of my life <laughs> but it wasn't like it yeah, it's definitely not the worst i've ever had so that's not you know and i got through it with laughter so that's good uh sometimes you just gotta work with what you got you know and it it mixes it up a bit you can't phone it in when you got some oddballs in the room so i get off stage and garrett the mc garrett elzinga gets on stage and he's like, hey, you know, and this, this is, you know, the, this is the, the shitty part of the M- job of the MC. They got to, you know, they got to reset the room. They got to, it's like gotten a little out of hand. Everybody's been chatting. It, you know, there's a, there's noise coming from the wedding across the hall that, you know, there's just, there's so many variables going on, you know, and it's frustrating. And Garrett gets on stage. He's like, guys, just want to remind you to keep table talk down, yada, yada, you know, keep just, it's getting loud. So let's regroup, going to bring up the headliner, that kind of thing. Well, this table, uh, and I don't really remember the exchange at all, but this guy said to Garrett, he said, suck my dick. And I remember at, like, he said it to Garrett and Garrett was like, well, you're just going to get kicked out now. I mean, you can't just say that to somebody. You can't say it to anybody, really. It's not the nicest thing to say. What do you, 
but let alone to the performer. You know, you can't do that. Like, well, and why, what makes you think that's okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, especially like, cause you're essentially threatening an employee. That's like saying that to, you know, anybody, the server, anybody. So they get kicked out and man, they threw a fit. I didn't say it. I mean, these are grown adults. I didn't say it. He said it. I didn't say it. And I'm like, dude, just fucking leave. And the whole thing is like the bouncers were so nice about it too. They're like, you don't have to leave the building. Just leave the comedy club. Go to one of the other bars. You can bring your beer. You don't even have to finish your beer. You can take it with you because we're in the same building. It's fine. And they were still fighting. Just this little bickering about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just uh, adulthood, man. Sometimes like I used to think I hated kids, but now I think I just hate adults because they can drink, you know, and drive. So it was, a, it was a fun weekend. The last night's shows were great. Saturday night was pretty awesome. Uh, great sets by everybody. We had we had a good time. Oh, I forgot. I totally forgot. So while all this was happening, right, Lori gets on stage after the whole kicking out of the table debacle, right? Uh, and over the course of her set, a few other people were kicked out. And like all the way up to like the last few minutes of her set, which is nuts to me because it's like, dude, you've almost made it through the whole show you know, and you were talking too much. We probably should have kicked you out, but there's five minutes left. Calm down. And they keep, they keep going. So they finally kicked those guys out too. And, you know, it's frustrating. You know, being on stage and someone saying, suck my dick, like that's just the, it's just rude. There, there's a way it's supposed to go. And when someone ruins it, it can be frustrating. So Garrett was understandably pretty angry at this guy for just saying that when all he was saying and he wasn't even talking to him it was just like guys gotta keep it down just talking too much it's all good we're having we're having a nice time you know it was fine so garrett Garrett and i are in the green room just kind of venting about it right and uh the conversation dissipates and we're just sitting there and then uh one of the other bouncers comes in and he goes, yeah, I can't believe it. what's going on tonight. We've got a bunch of weirdos in the room tonight. You know, it's like, it's, we're all just talking about how, like, what a weird batch of people we have at the show tonight. And he goes, uh, oh, and also, uh, someone in the back of the room was getting a hand job during Nate's set. It's like, what? Someone got a hand job during my set Friday night. I think it was, yeah, Friday night, late show. Someone just getting a hand job. Like, I don't get, like, I don't, during my set. So I guess, uh, I guess my jokes, uh, get people going, you know, I, 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 I kind of take that as a compliment cause it's not like, like, Hey, do you want to go home and have sex? No, let's just do it here because this guy's hilarious. I used to think it was a high compliment. If once you get off stage, 20 people get up to go to the bathroom, because that means they held it until you were done because they were enjoying your set. I, I always thought of it that way i mean maybe it's also because people don't want to like stand out that could very much be it too they could be like this guy sucks i have to pee but i don't want to get up because i don't want people to see me that's also a fair point but i always looked at it like if so many if this many people held their pee just for me uh i took that as hey this guy's great or he's doing great and uh maybe not yeah he's just doing great right now but when people are holding their hand like they're they can't even wait to go home to get a hand job you know what i mean like they're like no this guy's great honey i want to give you a hand job like how did that go down like how did that conversation happen like honey can i give you a hand job he's like what this guy's great we're, we're having a nice time she's well we could just do it here and he's like you know what that's fine yeah, yeah i can still watch the show but the idea it's just so weird to me you know like it's not even like the public uh sexual activity that's 
not the weirdest thing to me but the fact that there you know what i mean movie theater nobody sees because there's no chance of like it's it's a little more discreet but i'm like dude you guys are just basically at a bar with entertainment like it's just you're so it's so obvious and i was like what'd you do did you kick they didn't kick him out either and i think it's a confrontation because how do you go up to somebody when someone's dicks in their hand and you gotta go guys can you you know can you not <laughs> like what do you say you know we're dealing with this other table I mean, you guys are fine, but his dick's in your hand. You know, like, what do you say? So, like, under, you know, the mouse of the mouse was like, I just went and, like, they know that I saw it. And so, of course, they stopped. But Jesus Christ, man, what the fuck is up? What is with people this weekend? It's the last week of the decade, guys. New Year's Eve's coming up, and uh, that's wild. It's uh, it's the end of a decade, and uh, I don't really care. Everyone keeps talking about, oh, it's, yeah, every year is the end of a decade. If you go back 10 years... Like, I understand we're talking 2010 to 2020, but next year's the end of a decade, 2011 to 2021, no one gives a shit about that decade. What if that's the bet? Like, what if the first year of this decade was shit? I'm not counting this decade until 2011. So my decade's almost over. Next year's the, the end of a decade for me. But I I like New Year's because it, it gives you uh, a chance to reflect and look look back on some uh, look back on your life in, in many ways. But I don't give a shit about New Year's, man. It's just a weird. I I don't I don't know why we do it. I don't, I mean I it I don't like to go. I don't go out. I, if I'm not doing a show on New Year's, I don't go out. I'm either doing a show or I'm at home because who gives a shit about New Year's? Why is it fun for people? Because cause it's like, I Chris, I just saw everybody I needed to see. Like we, did, we did Thanksgiving, Christmas. I saw everybody. And it was a good Christmas and a good Thanksgiving. I'm not going to ruin it with an awkward New Year's Eve party that I don't know anybody at. New Year's Eve has never been fun. It's always like, oh, great. Now we have to be up till midnight. I can't leave yet because it, it, I just it's just not fun for me. That's why I like doing a show. Because sometimes, too, sometimes on New Year's Eve, you can just do one show. It's at like 8 o'clock and you're fucking home by before 10 you know what I mean? Like that's, that's ideal. But sometimes you do two shows or a late show that leads up to the ball drop in midnight. And, uh, that's just lame. It's annoying, but you know, it's part of the, it's part of the life, I guess. So, uh, you know, I'll be in, uh, Champaign, Illinois, New Year's Eve, uh, telling jokes. So, uh, I'll be working. I'd rather work than, you know, go to, the people that go to Times Square got to be nuts. Times Square, not during, uh, not during New Year's, is chaos. But multiply that by ten million. You know what I mean? It's fucking nuts. People are crazy, man. But whatever you're into on New Year's Eve, I hope it's a great one. I hope you guys have had a great decade, a great year while we're at it. And uh, I hope in the new year you'll continue listening to this podcast because I appreciate you listening. And I hope to see you at a show soon if you want to find out where i'm at you can always find me online everything i do is at nate comedy instagram twitter facebook and also rate and review subscribe everywhere apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, pandora now um everywhere i'm everywhere uh you can listen to this planning on having some new interview episodes coming in the new year so that's also fun working on some other shit so i hope you have a good one and i'll talk to you next week